Hey guys, you're listening to the Lifeaholic Podcast with Timikemi Olaoye. On this podcast, we share inspiration, insights, and ideas to help you be your best self and live your best life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Lifeaholic Podcast. My name is Timikemi and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me here and I don't take your being here for granted at all. So today I want to share with you something I have called the five levels of personal definition. I know you'll love it. I will get to it in a moment. But, you know, I just realized something a little weird. I was wondering what fun thing I could share with you from my week. And I, I discovered that I was literally grasping at straws. It's almost like this week went off in a, in a blitz or something. And to be honest, I can't even seem to remember much of what happened. I actually only have memories of myself rushing from one thing to the next. It's morning, you're praying, you're getting to your morning routine. There's work, there's childcare, there are, you know, chores, appointments, work. Oh, I did start reading a novel. I started reading a novel just to force myself to unwind. But other than that, nothing much seems to stand out. I, I, I don't think I was paying a lot of attention to myself or my environment this week. Anyway, we may as well get into our main conversation before I bore you with my no gist. <laughs> before I bore you with my no gist, honestly, I need to be more deliberate about relaxing and having fun. Or at least, be more deliberate about paying attention to what's going on around me as much as possible. Anyway, if I remember anything interesting along the way, I'll definitely share it. So, the five levels... Of personal definition let me preface this by saying that i didn't read this up anywhere or anything i don't have any scientific backing for it necessarily it's just something i came up with when i was you know when i gave a lot of thoughts to the matter of personal definition personal identity self-image you know having spent some years here on earth and of course having interacted with people both personally and professionally so there's a lot of identity crisis or confusion going on around these days, especially with the pervasiveness of social media and other online interactions. And it's so easy to get confused or carried away. Many of us have lost the sense of who we are, what we're about, what we bring to the world. We seek acceptance on so many levels and that's normal. It's just that when we get things mixed up, confusing our core identity with other things, it can lead to major mental, emotional, social issues. We can find ourselves seeking acceptance, validation and meaning from the wrong things or the wrong people, you know, from the wrong quarters. There's depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, purposelessness, and all of that going on. And that's why I wanted to share these five levels of personal definition with you so that we can understand what is important and put every other thing in their rightful place. So just to explain... When I talk about personal definition here, I'm referring to our, our personal idea of who we are, which forms our self-image and how we react to things and how we react to people in our lives and even how we contribute to the world. Your personal definition of who you are affects how you see yourself. It affects how you project yourself and it trickles down to the big or small decisions you make on a daily basis. So now I believe there are different levels of personal definition and there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, to deny that there are different kinds and different levels of personal definition would be counterproductive. We are spirit beings, we have a soul, we live in a body. 
and our identity will typically reflect these three domains of our existence. We can't we can't deny that we live here on earth, even though we we are spiritual by nature. We can't deny that we have a mind, we have a soul, we have a personality, even though we are spirit beings, you know. So we can't we can't deny that we we have we exist in in about three domains. And it's when we misplace the different levels of our personal definition or we put the wrong things in the wrong order or give them the wrong importance. That's when we have problems. So here are my five levels of personal definition and they are order in their order of importance according to my understanding. So number one, the first level of personal definition is our intrinsic spiritual nature. I'm not even going to lie to you, people. Spiritual things that we cannot see are actually more important than the physical things that we see. I know a lot of people struggle with this, but it's just the truth. The fact that um, we can't understand something doesn't mean that it's not true. And your intrinsic spiritual nature refers to who you are spiritually. It's the deepest and truest level of personal definition. Unfortunately, it is also the most ignored and the most forgotten. This is how God sees you and who God calls you. If as Christians, we could always see and define ourselves as God sees us, honestly, most of our self-esteem issues would be over. I mean, I say us because I'm in this boat as well. It's a daily struggle to remind myself in view of all the noise around me, in view of the noise that is even within me, in view of the, the thoughts that, you know, come at me on a daily basis to remind myself of who I am. And, you know, who we are in Christ is sprinkled all over the Bible. But this is a personal short form. We are created in God's image. We are truly loved. We are completely accepted. We are totally forgiven. We are continually empowered by him. We are created in God's image. We are truly loved by him. We are completely accepted by him. We are totally forgiven by him. And we are continually empowered by him. This is the truest form of personal definition because it can never change. It's not even based on who we are necessarily. It's not based on us. So that's why it can never change. It's based on God himself and who he is. And he doesn't change. So, And in a fast-moving and ever-changing world, it does not make any sense to base our core identity on the things that are moving and changing. It's wise to base it on something that's always true and something that could never change. For instance, we're in traffic. Assume you're in traffic and you want to determine if you're making progress or how far you're moving or whether you're moving at all. You won't choose another moving vehicle to determine your progress. No matter how great or beautiful that vehicle is, you will choose a, you know, normally you will choose a building that's static, one that's not going to change positions. Imagine if you live in Lagos, Nigeria, where I live, if, if, you're, if you're on the popular, notorious third mainland bridge during traffic, you know, during traffic hours and during the rush hour period, and you want to determine whether you're moving or not. You're not going to be looking at any other car to see you. You know, you would typically be looking at the Senate building of the best university in Africa, the University of Lagos. Uh-huh, I said that. <laughs> you will typically be looking looking out for the buildings that are familiar to you, most notable of which is the building, the Senate building of the University of Lagos, to determine whether you're moving or not. You know, use it to describe your position. And you can just relate it to the fact that when you want to determine where you are going in life, whether you are moving forward, what you are about, the wrongest thing to look to 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 
to help you determine that it's another thing or another person. It's just best to focus on God and and use him as the as the um, standard of of deciding whether you're moving or making progress or anything like that. So that's why this level of personal definition should be the should be at the foundation of how we see and project ourselves and how we respond to situations in life. So the second, number two, the second level of personal definition is the kind of person we are and how we show up in our roles and our contribution to our communities and the world around us. This is the area that a lot of personality tests and profiles try to capture. While this is not the most important level, it's important for us to understand it because it helps us to see and celebrate our uniqueness and it shows us how we can be our best in different life situations without necessarily comparing ourselves to other people. Now, this is something I've come to realize. Many of the people we admire have discovered who they are and what they have. And that is why they show up with a lot of value and a lot of confidence. If you knew who you were too, if you knew just what you have, if you knew how unique you were, you could show up with just as much confidence. You can be you and you don't need to be anybody else. For example, at my essence... I'm a teacher, an encourager, a nurturer, I'm a creator. And it manifests in how I see things, in how I offer help, in how I do my work, in how I deal with people. You know, some people call me mother hen. I'm the kind of person that, you know, I, I typically check on family and friends, how are you doing? It's 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 in my nature. And even when I have clients, I, I check on them. I, I go way above the, um, beyond the call of duty or professional um expectations and i just do a lot more than that and i just check on people i i'm a nurturer that's 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 how i am it manifests in how i see things and how i do what i do and some people some people are connectors they are great at putting people together they're great at putting things together some people are beautifiers they just love to beautify people they love to beautify spaces some people are managers of course there are so many personality tests out there that can help you but if you're going to take them, take them with a lot of prayer. Of course, be honest while you're taking them and use a lot of self-reflection. Ask people, you know, ask people who are close to you how you how you show up. Now, I need to point out that who you are at this level is not necessarily your job. It's not your career, your business, but it can manifest and show up in how you do your work or even in the kind of work you do. It doesn't change like a business or a job because it, it's actually central to who we are. And to be honest, personally, I prefer to identify myself in this way rather than use a job title because that can change. And I mean, I've, I've, I've done so many things in the course of my career. and But who I am and how I show up has not really changed. I've just been, you know, I've, I've, I've been myself in these roles, in these job roles. I've been, I've manifested this nature in these job roles. And job roles can change any time, but how I show up and my personality is very unlikely to change. Number three, the third level of personal definition, that's, um, this speaks to the natural roles that we play. For example, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a wife, a mom, a friend, and several other roles like that. This is an important definition, but there is a danger in basing our self-image on our natural roles. As, a, as important as they may seem, it's it's only a part of who we are. And if we put too much into it, we may only see ourselves the way the people in our relationships see us, you know. We may base our goodness or how well we are performing on how we are, how well we are doing this, how well we are carrying out these roles. That's when a person who's in a bad marriage may start seeing themselves as a total failure. 
or someone who's waiting to have a child or waiting to have a spouse may believe that their life has no meaning until they are married or have children. It's an important part, but it's not actually at the core of our identity. It's not, it's not, it's important, but that's not who you are. It's, it's, it's just who you are in relation to someone else, who you are in relation, you know, it's a role you play. Let me, let me put it that way. Number four, the fourth um, level of personal definition is the work we do. Now, this is, <clears throat> this is possibly the most common. You know, you hear people say, oh, I'm a coach. I'm the president of ABC. I'm the founder of EFG. I run this business. I'm a lawyer at XYZ. You know, when Instagram asks us for a bio, most of us have our work definitions there because we're hoping to sell or we're hoping to market ourselves. And that's okay. But as long as we remember that we are not our job titles and our Instagram bios must not enter our minds as the complete definition of who we are. And it must not enter our minds as we know we must not adapt it so much, adopt it so much into our into our um our, our, our core as you know the it's not the fullness of who we are. They're just business and career roles. They answer the question of what we do. You know, don't answer the question of who we are. And they are subject to change anytime, which is why we need to be careful and not let it form the core of how we see ourselves. You know, this is what a lot of people understand. So, of course, you, you want to meet people. You can't say, oh, I'm a nurturer. They say, oh, Timikemi, what do you do? You say, oh, yeah, I'm a nurturer. I'm a creator. I'm an encourager. Just be looking at you funny. So, <laughs> Sorry, I just had to laugh because <laughs> I, just, I just played that out in my in my mind's eye and it was just funny <laughs> so you, you don't meet somebody at an event say oh oh so what do you do you say well i mean you know if if you're asked to introduce yourself and all that it's very common for us to describe what we do and all that so because that's what a lot of people understand but we need to understand that that can change at any time anything can happen at any time people lose jobs and it, you know when a person loses the job that they have based their entire image on, what happens when people when people change careers? What happens? Things will begin to fall apart because that center cannot hold. It's risky to attach our self image to what we do because I mean I started my professional career as a lawyer. Since then I have added a few extra titles. Okay, now let me let me explain it a little bit more with um, the second level of personal definition that I was, you know, your personality that I said shines in, you know, shines through whatever, manifests through whatever it is you're doing. As a lawyer, I love to encourage clients. You will find me sitting with many of my clients then because I had I had my own law firm. I I would, I, I, I sat with them. I, it was almost a counseling session. You know, I had to find ways to help them. And, and, and my, my natural personality just came through in that. I was a teacher. I mean, I am a teacher. So I, I started teaching people. I wrote books. I still write books. I wrote legal books. I started a legal education enterprise. I mean, it's just it's just what I do. I create things. I, I'm, I come up with ideas. And that's just that just shone through when I, when I was practicing law. And um, the same thing happened, you know, when I went into the people development industry as a coach, as a corporate trainer. It just comes through. All these things just come through. So anyway, um, the last level of personal definition is based on the things we have. Now, this is the weakest and most dangerous level. And honestly, I cringe because this shouldn't even be on the list. But to ignore it would be silly because it's very common. So a lot of, a lot of people base their self-image on what they have 
or what they don't have, you know, we're thinking of our status, our bank accounts, our houses, cars, social media followers, for the love of goodness, social media followers, even hear songs, you know, we, 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 we base our self-image on how much money we have. So you hear songs like, if you don't have money, hide your face, for the love of goodness. If you don't have money, hide your face. Is it a shameful thing to not have money? And by that, it doesn't mean that if you have zero naira in your bank account. The song is literally telling you that if you don't have millions waiting for you somewhere, hide your face. It's songs like this. Beliefs like this that make people try to get money at any cost. Even if it's, even if it's legally or morally wrong. And you see young people getting depressed because they don't have a thousand followers or a thousand likes. Some people are basing their usefulness, their happiness on how many likes, for the love of goodness, how many followers they have, how many, how many cars, what kind of cars. It's dangerous, not only because our status can change anytime, but because possessions, possessions are like a greedy God. You will have to keep having more, 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 more of it to validate yourself. And you even find yourself guarding it jealously at all costs, comparing yourself to what someone else has. When someone else has a little bit more than you, you find it because you've based who you are on what you have. You find yourself trying to get it, trying to keep it, trying to get more. It's like a God. You must keep sacrificing to it. You know, your own thing must be shinier. Your own thing must be better. That's not going to help you be your best self. It's not going to help you live your best life. Anyway, so these are my five levels of personal definition. Number one, your spiritual identity in God. Number two, the kind of person you are. Number three, your natural roles. Number four, the work you do. Number five, the things you have. And here's the quick takeaway for today. There are several levels of personal definition. And while they may all seem valid, only one of them is the surest one because, it, because it's never changing. Since it's not based on you, it's not based on me, it's not based on what I do, it's not based on the economy, it's not based on your boss, your spouse, or anything else. It's how God sees us and who He calls us is based on, and who He calls us is based on Him. And He never changes. That's why it should be at the core of how we see ourselves. The second level is the kind of person we are. While we shouldn't make that our core self image, they help us answer how we are at our essence and they help us see how we show up in the world and how we can give the best of ourselves to God and to the world. Thank you so much for joining me today. The summary of today's episode will be available on thelifeaholic.com. Please subscribe to the Lifeaholic podcast so that you don't miss an episode and please tell your friends about it. I can't wait to hang out with you again. Bye.